Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast, the weekly trawl. Trawl doesn't sound very, very exciting, no, is good. it? The weekly jog through uh. the great pop cultural highlights of the week, mostly TV. We're going to do a film <laughs> soon, honest. Well, we haven't done a film call. for ages. We're waiting, big, we're you waiting for Boyd to organise us yeah. all to go to a screening. You're listening to the voice. I'm Boyd Hilton. You're listening to the voices of my glorious colleagues, Stephanie Seelan and Kay Ribeiro. Welcome. Hi. And Hi. in a few, I've, what I thought was, I should just thought of this now, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's big, it's the big Thursday uh, book week soon in October. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or end of September, beginning of October. Where all where the books get released. Every single huge book comes out in the same. On Let's the same read day. them all. So, yeah, we're going to read them all. Oh, no, oh, yes. no. About, it's they about 500. They're about 500. To no, well, yeah, let's just do the best ones. Yeah. But let's, so we'll, maybe we'll do like a. At least one, if not. You know, I'm a special. fan of reading. I'm happy okay. to do that. Let's let's do maybe maybe a couple. Couple. Yeah. yeah. Steph's just going to lie about it, even if she hasn't read them. Hey, I, <laughs> no, do you know what? I think I should be rewarded for last week's honesty. Okay. If you're not a regular listener, I admitted that I hadn't watched some shows, but I had publicly lied about them to my colleagues. But not the ones we review on this podcast. No, just like old In shows, life, like yeah. big yeah. cultural Cold events, feet, 1990, and okay, Doctor Foster. But that was having to be part of a cultural moment. You should feel sorry for me, really. She got yeah. massive FOMO. Yeah, yeah. Um, this week we're going to. We've got an extraordinary situation. I believe unprecedented in the history of television. You look shocked. I am shocked, and we're going to address it head on. So. The Williams brothers, Harry and Jack, are two excellent writers who wrote The Missing, both series of The Missing. Did you watch those? Did you watch those or pretend to watch them? Steph? I didn't right. watch them. On BBC One. I didn't watch them, nor am I going to pretend that I have Great. watched them. But okay. I have heard of them. Yeah. They also did One of Us, which was a good um, uh, crime drama earlier this year. It was really good, I thought, on BBC One. And they also produced Fleabag. It's oh, part, yeah. we love Fleabag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're great talents. And they have written two new six-part thriller series... One called Liar, one called Relic, and they're both on exactly the same day, at the same time, on the rival channels of BBC One and ITV. There's an oversight. What? Yes. That's it's just a bit silly. weird, isn't it? It's I mean, extraordinary. Why? They've done it so it's a talking point, obviously, right? So they're all in, like... I don't think, I don't think they even had, had the path... To, I don't think they have the power to, to sort out when they're on. I think maybe BBC no, and ITV and thought... have decided... I don't know. Themselves. I mean, we have to find out. I'll have to find out. That's I'm going so to text them. You must be friends with them, surely. Are they, so they're on at I'm the same time. They're on the same day at the same time. Next Monday, the 11th of September, 9 o'clock to be precise. Liar on ITV, Relic on BBC One. And we have seen both, aren't we? We're going to review both. But did you, yeah, they're both on the same time and they're written by the same some, two well, brothers. There are some similarities. Well, there you go, yeah. Mm. So we'll address that full on. But that is the extraordinary situation we're faced with. Are they, are they twin on. brothers? Um... Do you know what they might be? They look. I've, I've, I went to a, to a launch of um, the missing, and they look similar. They're very frizzy haired. Oh, but I'm right. not sure if they're. Hey, I we'll immediately have an affinity with them then. Because they're frizzy haired. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're also doing John Bishop in conversation with colon not colon or ellipsis Ooh. David Williams, which is the first in the new series of his in depth chat show, where he interviews one person a week. For an hour, and it's. I think it's an interesting challenge. I didn't know that he was like he did this, but mm. this is not the first series, is it? No, it's the third, believe mm. it or not. But I thought, yeah, I thought this is a virgin slot because I thought I, I know neither of you two would have seen it before. Hold on, oh, that is very presumptuous. Had you seen it? Before? I'm very true, though. Absolutely <laughs> correct. I correct. have not seen it before, and I didn't even know it existed. There you go. That's on the W channel, and then finally we'd look looking at the latest series, I believe, fifth series of another show that I'm, I'm betting neither of you have seen, which is Taskmaster on the Dave channel. No, I have not seen that before. Steph, I've not seen it, and unfortunately, oh. I cannot unsee it. Spoiler alert. Look, don't give your verdict right yeah. now. Um, Taskmaster is a very pop. I think it's one of Dave's most popular shows. It's certainly had a lot really? of... Yeah, it's had a lot of critical acclaim. It's like been nominated for awards and shit. Really? I'm nominated what awards? I think it's been nominated for like yeah. BAFTAs and RTS awards. No. Oh, seriously, it has. I think it's nominated for like those TV sympathy no, 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 awards. No, no, a bit no, self-nominated. No, no. You know, Non-pop- like is it an award it's made mm. itself? No. Oh, God, harsh, you two, clearly... God, I'm just trying to Google whether the Williams brothers are twins and it's really hard to find out because Williams is quite a, you know... Common name. Common name. Harry and Jack. There can't be that many Harry and Jack Williams brothers. That was the key. (laughs) Um, Bear with. Yeah, okay. While you do that, I will move on to the what we've been watching section of the show, Kay. Would you like to start with a general chat about what is floating your boat Mm. in the worlds of television, film? I mean, it could be anything. Right, so I've still been ploughing on with that amazing BBC4 drama, Spanish drama I was telling you about. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I know who you are. Se quien eres. The Saturday <laughs> night BBC4 
foreign drama slot. Can I yeah. just ask you a quick question about that? Did you eventually get to watch the first two episodes? Because you know you started on three. No. Okay. But you don't need to because it has a recap. Oh, fine. Yeah. And it's, it's really, really good. So I've been really um, excited about that. Is it finished yet? Yeah, it's oh, okay. all up oh, on oh, right. plan. Yeah. So you finished it. You've finished no, it. No, I've okay. Two right, left. okay, fine. Um, also, I've been um, this bit of a random one for this section, but I've been watching a lot of old Big Breakfast clips. Now, we it's twenty five years since it started. In the magazine, we've got a massive feature. It's celebrating how many it. years? Twenty five. Heat magazine. In Heat magazine, yeah. and um, I, I wrote it, and so I had to do a lot of research and. God, you just forget how amazing that show was. Like Chris Evans and Gabby, Zig and Zag. I mean, Johnny and Denise. It was mm. so, so good. Did you know Zig and Zag had interviewed President Trump? Well, no. then just Donald Trump. Wow. Yeah. Well, that, well, then he was like a kind of ludicrous celebrity figure, whereas now... And now, now yeah. he's just a ludicrous man. <laughs> he's an evil yeah. psychopath. Um, Sorry to bring that up. No, no, no. Oh, that's interesting. So do you, what, they're all on YouTube, presumably, these clips. There's loads of clips. I mean, that, the whole Batcat isn't on there, obviously, but it's like... Batcat? Back cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, but there are loads of clips on the YouTube. Oh, God, yeah. And I was, so you can fall into a YouTube, I believe they could say Which is what I did. Spiral. And it's brilliant because I just called, I said, just said it was work. But yeah. like, I was guffawing at my desk. It's so were. good. There's I can confirm, <laughs> listeners, that you that Kay was guffawing. It's a guffaw. There was, was just nothing, there's nothing like that now. No. Or, no. you know. Even, it is a bit sad, actually, now you mention it, that all of the channels really have kind of gone for, I guess like Lorraine's on, isn't she? And, and then there's This Morning. Lorraine is no big, come on. Now. Wait, are you comparing Lorraine to I know, I know. But there's like, know. So the rest of like straightforward news now shows. Now all we've got is Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan, right. God. But they're None all news magazine shows. So they're not like the entertainment. And Channel 4 just, I guess they just thought we can't, can't it's just too expensive. So they show Fraser repeats, which I fully... Yeah, I have to Fraser. say, yeah, I mean, you know... What you call it? They also show um, Ray Romano. Um, yeah, well, everyone, everyone loves, loves Raymond, Raymond, which I love. So yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Every, everyone, everybody, everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. Yeah. yeah, everybody yeah. loves Raymond. Um, do you know what I really like? When I, when you have a rare day off work, a very very rare day off work, watching the the Fraser mm. Bill at yeah. eight thirty in the morning. It's a great treat. Anyway, um, what about you, Steph? What have you been uh, I watching? I am fully. I know that you guys have not and not been watching this, and I think you're both stupid because How to Get Away with Murder, this is the best season yet of How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, it's... Big words. Right, do you know why? Okay, so in the first... To the, the, this previous seasons, she like she she's always been in control. Okay, there's always you think she's not in control, and Viola then she Davis. Like, yeah, Viola yeah. Davis and Lisa Keating is in control. She's fallen apart. Oh. She's fallen apart mostly because she's had to give up drinking. Oh, yeah, and. Sober, she's sober. Oh then. God, the is fallout is incredible. The fallout is incredible. So if you watch the uh, last season, Frank left. Okay, he'd, he'd done too much Her murdering. He'd do- no, 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 no. Oh. oh right. Oh, get with oh, the program, boy. God. Literally. Frank, Even I knew Frank. her like her her guy who does all the her murdering guy. and bad stuff for her. He'd left. <laughs> a bad he'd murdering just, guy. He'd done just done too much bad stuff. Anyway, yeah. he's back. Oh my god, it's really, really. It's, it's so this is amazing. On, this is on the Sky Living, isn't it? Now it's on the Sky Living, guys. You've got to get into it. It's really. I really want to talk about it with someone else because I feel like I'm the only person watching mm. it. Look, once I've done this Spanish drama, I might get into it. Again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I wanted to ask you, Top of the Lake. How are you getting on? Still at episode three. Right. There's and a lot what, of... What yeah. about the, the of the first season? Oh, I finished that. Oh, you finished we that? We discussed that, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's good. a whole Top of the Lake backlash. No. Yeah, there is, yeah. There's, there are people who... Um, yeah, John John Dan's nodding his head out. Uh, our guru, guru producer. Why? Editor. Uh, hero. But, and there are <laughs> some people who think it's... And I use the word advisedly, a bit shit. Yeah, it's interesting. It's Whoa. divided. Um, well, when I was at the Edinburgh TV Festival, a few people, because yeah. uh, I wrote a glowing review the of it, and, and there's been a few other brigade. glowing reviews. Like Hollywood Reporters, I quoted, I think, before, thinks it's one of the best things ever. Yeah. That series too. So a pe- couple of people came up to me and said, oh, you really like Top of Lake, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, I think it's brilliant. And they were like, but it's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's full of coincidences. The characters do things totally stupid out of character. Um, but people, people have big issues with it, but... So my response to that is, kind of all those things are true, but in the end, when something is that amazingly gripping yeah. and I think still brilliantly acted and shot, I don't really care if there's some coincidences. Oh, do you God. know what I mean? It's like it's almost like when people say, "I've given you my plot hole theory, haven't I?" You know the plot no, hole theory, no. boys' plot hole theory. So I'm calling <laughs> it. Oh my God! So my plot hole theory is this. I'm going to say it once. BB. Okay, because film, re- film right. critics argue often. Yeah, you know, they go on Twitter or on social mm-hmm. media and they go, well, "You know, I really liked so and so film." And they'll go, oh, no, but there was this massive plot hole, you know, whereby <sighs> this thing they did, then the next thing they did doesn't make sense. And there was no, you know, do you know what I mean? People say that these things. Yeah, that's, stu- that's just right. stupid. Now, my answer to that is most films, most fictional scripted things on TV have what you could describe as plot holes, i.e. just little 
illusions in the yeah, logic yeah, of, course, yeah. of the storytelling. Okay. And for me, it, it, is this a, you, sorry? Is this the theory now? This is the theory right, now. Okay, go. If oh. you generally just after watching five minutes of a show, just like the vibe of it and feel you're really yeah. enjoying the thing, it doesn't matter if there's plot holes. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course it if doesn't. you just take against it equally quickly, then it does matter. So it's like I feel it's just almost I'm not anal. interested in that element of criticism. Do you know what I mean? And the people. So, and I think this is the case with Top of the Lake. Yes, there are huge coincidences yeah. in the storytelling, but I kind of don't give a shit. Boyd, yeah. do you know what I'm going to use? Uh, one of the finest examples of television to agree with you here. Thanks. If plot holes... The Crystal Maze. No, okay. Sorry, I got confused. If Sorry. plot holes... Stop talking about the Crystal Maze. I can't. <laughs> it's like Crystal <laughs> Maze to me. If plot holes were a problem, then one of the greatest shows on earth would have been taken off air. Murder, She Wrote. Right. Did How could you. she possibly exactly. be... Where every single murder in the whole of America exactly. happens. Exactly right. That's a, that is a brilliant example, yeah. really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's nonsensical, but you go with it. the flow. You go people with the flow. People yeah. loved it. Absolutely. Okay, so yeah. just stop it. Too damn right. But also, can I? I really want to talk to you about Game of Thrones, the finale, because oh, we Lord. hadn't seen. Well, you had, had. seen you it, hadn't seen it yeah. and I hadn't yeah. seen oh, it. Yeah, you didn't like it as much, did you, you lunatic? I <laughs> did. I, if you listen regularly. <laughs> you'll know that Boyd and I slightly disagreed on the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones. Now, I I think... Do you know what I think happened to me? I think because you G'd it up to me and said it was so amazing and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be the best thing ever. And I think I, think I just didn't think it Boy was backlash. the best thing ever. Do you know what my problem is? Nothing, and you're going to definitely disagree with me here, I didn't think that anything that happened was surprising. Well... You, you may be right. Oh, right. So, wait a minute. Hold on. Including Littlefinger? Baelish? I'm that? <laughs> that, I'm sorry. I actually found that quite predictable. Oh, Ooh. really? Oh, come on. Yeah, the bit where she's like, let's use oh. our library voices. Okay, the bit where she's like, yes. She's pretending that he's manipulating her. I mean, come on. I, he was always, he was always going to get it. From those two together? 100%. From the start... Oh, so come you're on. seriously t- I'm gonna if only if only can I, can, watch this, can I just I ask so a like man is literally called Littlefinger. Yes. Yeah. And we're that's honestly, that's we're honestly now arguing about a man called But he doesn't have a little finger. So he's ridiculous then. Why are you even bothered about him? Okay, it's a brilliantly creepy name for him though, isn't it? Because it's a creepy You're name for the most creepy that. character. Yeah. Um, right. Played by Careers Folks Dude. Oh, I love him. Yeah, Aiden he's Gillen. great, yeah. yeah. Now then, here's, you're seriously telling oh, me... pointing. If I asked you the day before you watched the final episode, I, what do you think is going to I ruddy bloody wish you had. And let's do that you. for the final series. I don't believe you would have got, oh, he's going to get... I, I promise you, I was like... Do you know what the thing about this, guys? We can't prove it either no. way. No. Do you know what this I, is the case of? It's W A T, isn't it? Wise after the event. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Do you know what? Someone on Twitter be- doesn't believe that yours and my arguments are actually true. Which they I, are. But I'm going to give this person a shout out because Mark Mansfield is one of our big followers. Yeah, great man. He Super listens, Pog. Well, he listens to us on People the on the ground on his commute on the M25, oh. and he gets very excited about it. So we've got to say hi to him. Great hi. man, legend. Yeah, Hope but he, he thinks that we've got. Oh, yeah, no, we're genuinely, genuinely. I mean, I don't. I hate you, but I genuinely hate you. <laughs> I, hate, I don't hate you, I despise you. I think your opinions are preposterous. In this, no, no, in this particular... No, yeah, in this case, thing. in the Game of Thrones What thing, about yeah. cheap, cheap, cheap? Shall I bring that up? No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. Stir in the pot, Ribeiro. Stir in the pot. No, Boyd, honestly, I, I really think that that Lord Baelish thing was like... I don't think it was surprising. And I, I don't think hardly any of the other... St- I don't think anything else was particularly surprising. I wasn't going, oh my God, I just didn't see that coming. And that's the thing I love about Game of Thrones because you just don't see things coming I, normally. I, well, I have to... I didn't... I, maybe I'm an idiot. I didn't see the Littlefinger Baelish thing coming. I thought it was brilliantly done. So satisfying as well. It's satisfying to see the biggest creep in the show. Is this Littlefinger again? Littlefinger, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. LF. Um, it doesn't make, Kate doesn't watch it so unfortunately she's bored by this whole chat I know, but but I'm glad you're gracious, <laughs> you're gracious enough to admit when you're wrong Listen, then, I, I will it's say, like watching two gladiators what I will say is all, I had this chat I was on, went on 5 Live this week to talk about the finale okay. and um, and they and we all kind of agreed that you know, about the Game of Thrones my Game of Thrones theory theory number two of the podcast oh, is God, Game of Thrones is soon. that fans are divided into those who love the big spectacular fighting and dragon slaying stuff and those are like the little scenes two people in a room having a chat and for me Tyrion and talking to Cersei was one of the greatest scenes of the entire oh. thing. Yeah, Yawnsville. Right. No, it's brilliant. That's, that's what I want Did from you? the show. Really? Yeah. But that's just too normal. I think fundamentally oh. you have different desires Before we move on, you didn't even like Daenerys and Jon uh, having sex? I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm trying to find I a... I don't believe that incest should be celebrated. Yeah, the incest whether, is Even best. whether they're... No, I think incest is not best. Okay. I well, think we've hit a new low. 
Okay, you should. I mean, you're a fan. You like Jon Snow, don't you? In you know, in, in Kit a, Harrington. Kit Harrington. No, Why? not bothered. No. Oh, okay. I really want. He's to naked. Say... Naked, having sex with. You saw it on bottom. the basis that you, he's a naked man. That I think I like him. I'm trying to get. Which is fair. You, but if I mean, you like fair. a man, you'd <laughs> yeah. want to see him naked. I'm just trying naked. to find some common ground. Stop trying to drag her into this. Right. Yeah, I'm not the okay. Don't We're drag me down. Let's move on. Anyway, let's move on. I know you're going to ask me what I've been watching. Hold on a minute. Hey, Boyd. Yeah. What have you been watching? Well, tell us. As let's. Make it clear we're watching. We're recording this on the Friday, and we come out on the Tuesday, don't we? So yeah. on the Friday, it, we're about X Factor, a new series about to start. And I know, obviously, we generally talk about like you know high level scripted things, mm-hmm. apart from when we review ter- the, in the fluff <laughs> slot. So would you consider Those, this is interesting? Yeah. Would you consider Go on. knowing how you you know feel about these programs? Where, how do you view X Factor? Do you consider this fluff? It is fluff. Yeah, it's it's, it's the greatest oh. fluff. Yeah, it's, it's an entertainment show. Well, I you know it's no, you've said it now. It's fluff. Okay. Carry I mean, on. Th- there is. Well, I'm going to tell you about, about this. one moment. Well, by now, you will obviously all have seen it. As in, by the time people listen to this podcast, although I'm sure people, a lot of our listeners don't even like the X Factor. But so the first episode, I hosted the um, launch of it. Of course, you did. Both of you snubbed. You were like you had too much work to do or something. And, oh, wait, hold on a minute. Um, were you not invited? No, oh. I wasn't. Okay. Bloody bloody invited. Well, that's anyway. Um, so the first episode, it's classic. There's a theme here. It's classic X. <laughs> it's classic <laughs> TXF, and um, but it includes this moment where Sharon, there's this kind of woman who is, you know, quite a big woman, and she has a brilliant voice, and she and she's quite, she's quite vulgar, and she's kind of, you know, she's kind of being very funny and joking. Larger than life. Larger than life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's clearly kind of that's her image to the world is being this kind of um, big character. Do you know what I mean? She's diva. Yeah, a bit diva, yeah. not, but in, not no chop, kind no, of like charming, diva, sweet, not but like very a, much. Yeah. I'm a big character. I'm going to yeah, be funny course. and down to earth, you mm. know, and this, that, and the other. Then she has this kind of incredible voice. One of those, you know, you just don't expect this voice mm. to come out of this person thing. And then Sharon Subo does this all over kind again. of brilliant moment, a bit Subo-esque, Yeah, right. Sharon Osbourne does this great moment where she says, "I think you know, you need to, you need to stop excusing yourself psychologically." Or not, or, or kind of worrying yourself about your size and oh, your she's body. So wise. Yeah. She's and, so wise. And everything, wise. And, and put up this front of the world, and just re- oh, realize God. you've got. An... Did she just start crying? I would start crying. So if she, yeah, everyone me. starts crying. Yeah, everyone. Oh. You see, yeah. Did you cry? And, well, you know, I was willing up. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it's Heart just stone. And, and so my, the only reason I mention this is because mm. people do have a go. I was only banging the table there with my yeah. fist. They do have a go at these programs and say that people do think that. Below them, don't they? Beneath them, a bit contrived. Snobs. People think, yeah. Um, but for me, that was a moment that crystallised that actually, every now and then, only on these kinds of programmes do you get those moments that are real. And I think genuinely, probably that moment changed that woman's life. Do you know what I mean? I, I yeah, do. I know and what you mean. Simon then says that. Simon says, "I think but, it changed that woman's but life." But do you think right? Because every time X Factor comes around, there is always yeah. at least one of these of moments. Course, yeah. Do you think that the more that these moments happen, they just do just seem more contrived because you're waiting for that one story? No, because I think you can tell the difference. Just a question. Just a question. Just sob story. I I tell you what I've got. I'm not saying that's not a sob story. I know. I recognise the difference. Like I know that's just a very like empowering moment and life changing moment. But what I've got at the moment is X Factor fatigue because of the sob stories. And the problem is we've had so many years of sob stories that even now they've been reduced because Simon recognises that. Right. Even still, it's affected my. Ah. uh, Well, when people say sob stories, what they mean is what generally is like in the when they're telling this when introducing seeing the contestants they'll say oh yeah my grandmother my, my died dog yesterday. like my dog died yeah. there are hardly any of them 80 now. years ago i think they pretty much have got rid of them yeah i don't like those things like no. my dog died but i knew he'd want me to come on and yeah. sing this he, song but they i'm actually used, channeling him now yeah. Yeah. When they I are see. using this the is voice for you, yeah. this is for you rover <laughs> Sorry. If only I'm waiting for the dog channeling now, and when it happens, it's going to be really. <laughs> now funny. that's a program Steph would love to watch. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a prediction. That's going to happen. That's it's a like, format. Yeah. It's a new format. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So dog many, singing so talent many show good inspired times. by dating with dogs. Yeah. Listen, stop saying it because it's going to oh, yeah. happen, and it's our idea. Anyway, Trademark. just give it a go if you haven't. If you think you're above the X Factor, <laughs> I thought it was really good. Anyway, so that's it. The, the X Factor. And the other thing, I went to the um, season launch of WNA. You know the brilliant comedy about the brownies of the BBC mm. with Hugh Bonneville. Yeah, yeah. And all those oh people, right, yeah. And it was. That new series is effing brilliant. I think we'll probably, hopefully we'll do it next week. Oh, good. On the Ooh, if it's getting an effing and a jeffing, I'm into it. Effing yeah. and a jeffing. Anyway, let's move on to the meat of the, meat. the show. The corn. So, the, the what? The corn. The corn. For oh, any oh. veggie listeners Vegan. out there, any of our so PC. You're so PC. So PC. Um, so after Ozark. Sorry. After Ozark. No, 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 no. It's not. It's after. It's, after, <laughs> it's not after Ozark. That, no, that not Jason Ozark. Bate, <laughs> it's not after Jason Bateman's drug cartel drama <laughs> on Netflix. No, it isn't. What are you no. trying to say, Kate? <laughs> Okja. Oh, Okja, the thing about yeah, the giant yeah. pig. Sorry. Not Okja, Ozark, not the, Oz- the Jason Bateman <laughs> the crime The other thing drama. beginning with O. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a vegan. Yeah, no. Okja. Yeah, well, I don't eat. I don't eat. As I said, um, CGI pigs. No. No. I'm no. Off them. no. Anyway, I don't even know how we got to that. To the, the meat. The, the meat. meat. Yeah. yeah the meat. Sorry, the we're in the we're in the corn. We're in the <laughs> non-meat corn area of discussion <laughs> of oh. the podcast where we discuss these four big. TV things. And as I said at the beginning, we're in this unbelievable situation where we have two new dramas from the Williams Brothers launching at the same time on the same day on different channels. Can I just say, those, those, the parents of the Williams Brothers, I bet their hallway there must be just filled with certificates and awards, like classic overachievers. Yeah, like at school, they must have been brilliant. <laughs> that, classic overachievers. Well, I'm just going to interject and tell you, mm. they are not twins, right? Okay. Jack, our, our lovely producer has found out that Jack is two years older. Oh. But what I can also tell you is that they were in a band together. Oh. And apparently they Oh, disagreed. they got a Brit Award. No, no, no. <laughs> they disagreed a lot more about songwriting than they do about script writing. Oh, that's oh, an interesting fact. fact. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank fact. you very anyway, much. Anyway, I'm applauding the fact that their parents have, mm. you know, spawned such talented children well they must be very proud because this is yeah. this is Williams Brothers week so the Williams Brothers day and so next Monday both of these both of these shows start at nine o'clock mm. Liar on ITV Relic on BBC One should we start with Liar I'm just plucking Liar out of the air as the one to start and you with. looked at Steph which and quite I looked apt. at Steph to explain <laughs> the basic premise of this new six-part television drama event okay Joanne Frogger is it Joanna Frogger Actually, uh, no, I think it's Joanne. Right, yeah, Joanne. But I know it is. Let's she, call her Joe Frog. Joe Frog. Oh yeah, that's nice. Joe Frog of Downton Abbey stars with Ewan Grufford. Now I think that that is the correct Ewan Grufford. Do you? I no, think Ewan it? Grufford. I think it is. Really? Even though you think because he's should be Griffith. Griffith. Sure? Oh, is it? Well, no, I said that. I'm not sure. Ewan Grufford. You Gruff. Maybe. You Gruff. You Gruff. You Graf and Joe Frog. Okay. <laughs> so they both star. This is Ewan Rion all over again. It, oh my God, it is. Don't start that up yeah. again. No, no, Come on, we've got to right. move on. Apologies okay. to the Welsh. Yeah, oh, we love so you. Sorry. Our Welsh super and all those Same. and all those Canadians that we call Americans and all. Oh, just uh, so not sorry. we, yeah. not we, just me. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, a Welshman yeah. called Ewan Graf. Yeah. <laughs> And a British lady who starred in Downton, yeah. Joe Frog. Yeah. Okay, so she's a teacher. He's a top surgeon. He right? is. Yeah. He's got. He's widowed. He's got a young son who's at who goes to her school. Yeah. She's just broke. She's a fan of the kayak. So it she opens. Is. It opens on a really Good nice kayaking, kayaking scene. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's very really beautiful. Nice. It's very nice. Anyway. As an aside, <laughs> yeah. she has just broken up with her boyfriend. Boyfriend, so she's out of a relationship. He is sadly not with anyone because of death. Because of death. <laughs> He's a widower. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> That's a no, listen, we're not laughing. If anyone's lost anyone out there, we we feel. This sorry. is this is a drama. Sorry. To be fair, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, these are not real people. Right. Let me just say that. So anyway, yeah. her sister works with him at the hospital. Yeah. Sets him up on a date. They go up and go on a date. Apparently, have a lovely time. However, the next morning, there's two very different recollections of what went on that evening. Am I allowed to... Is it a spoiler to say? I don't... Oh. No, that's the, that's the premise. That's the premise, it? I think. Yeah, I think we, yeah, okay, it's the between premise and spoiler. What it's he believes was just a really great night where he's like, yeah. Oh. She's like, oh no, I got raped. Yeah. So it's about two... <laughs> she doesn't go, oh no, I got raped. And that also is not funny, okay? None of these things are funny. Death and rape are both serious. Anyway, so yeah, so it's about two different people. People's the Unmissables podcast would like to disassociate itself with any <laughs> comments made by Stephanie Sealer. Carry on. Kay's smiling at me. I know it's all fiction. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fiction. It's yeah. not real life. <laughs> anyway, so what it's about is what she is. It he says, she says. Yeah, it is. Isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. She's had. They've had this night together, and and that, but it, very interestingly, I think. The setup really is that you watch some of this night happen, some of the date happening, and it seems to be going well, and they're both having a good time. She, she, he kind of, what's he says his phone's running out of power, isn't he? And she invites him back to her. That old chestnut. Flat, that old chestnut. And they're kind of flirting and everything. And then it cuts to the aftermath. So I think this is very important, the way they, the way mm. they tell the story. And you see her distraught, feeling she has been raped. Mm. And he sent her a message saying, oh, what a great night. And we know that. He sent a text saying, you know, it was a great night. And well, it's a, non, it, it's a non-linear narrative, right, yeah, yeah. boys. Then, well, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Then they weave in flashbacks yeah. of other elements of this night, shown from each, each of the characters' points of view. And you, we still don't know, certainly 
without spoiling it, by the end of the episode, we don't, we, we, we don't know what to think, who to believe. Who's the And liar? I guess that is going to be the whole, I think that's going to be the whole kind of tenor mm. of the series. I'm just going to read, this is because there's a statement by Harry and Jack Williams Ooh. in Harry and Jack Williams Week. Uh, and they say this, after writing two series of The Missing, which was told across multiple timelines with a number of different points of view, we're excited about exploring something with more dramatic simplicity, a linear story focusing on one single incident. In Liar, we sought to explore modern-day gender politics through a narrative built upon two fundamentally, fundamentally conflicting recollections of one night in a way which we hope will challenge and surprise audiences. So It's a bit wordy, isn't it? It's quite wordy. Well, they've certainly done that, though. But I don't right, think it's, thing, it's not linear. That. It's not a linear story. Well, it's, a linear, it's, it's, it's more not. linear than The Missing and certainly oh, right, the, okay. the Relic, which we're going to come oh, on to oh, next. Don't get me started. And so they, they do interweave little flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But they're clearly flashbacks, and, and generally the story is going to go advance in a linear way. Well, mm. I it's guess linear, by the for end, for linear for them. Linear for them. But my question is, after watching this, and I, I you know, I think mm. it's, it's fascinating. But but it's interesting that they say that they're exploring modern day gender politics because I think with generally fictions that deal with sexual assault and rape, yeah, it's almost impossible, certainly for male writers, to create a narrative in which, in the end, the woman, you know, the man didn't do it. Do you know what I mean? It's a yeah, bold thing, yeah. isn't it? So oh, I'm I, wondering. So part of me thinks oh, they, they can't no, even go down mean. that road, no. and yet. This that's that kind but of. But they're very innovative writers, and sure. so actually, if they did push that boundary and do and do that, it would. I don't think it would surprise me. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, it would surprise me. Even then, it would surprise you, me. Why? I, because of the backlash. Yeah, yeah, I agree with. But I a rare moment of agreeance. Yeah, I agree with Boyd. I think God. Ha, I thought, oh God, ha, how could they possibly? I don't feel like we could, this can possibly end up this series with. Um, with him, I, I just don't yeah. think. I don't know how they're going to get out of it with making her. It up, yeah, making it up. The they can't do that. And obviously, but I think. They, but I think. I think it would be like if they did do it. I think it would have like some relevance and importance because actually, unfortunately, some people do lie about. Oh, Agreed. I totally agree with that. I mean, but I still think it would be incredibly bold and. De- and of course, I would I respect them actually if they did do that. Totally, massive respect and massive. And I would, I would, I would be, I would be absolutely you, amazed. What but, will you do? Let's let's just put something like. What will you well, do? I will come on this podcast in. No, it, something more than that. Um, right, other money. You will give or... us each a hundred pounds. Okay, do you and agree even to that? though I'm agreeing with him, he will still give me that cash. Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to give you each a hundred pounds. Why? Why, why is, you... would that be the thing? Don't just know, proving that you're wrong. It's not like you two are saying I'm no, going to be not. wrong. You're not, you it's not like a bet, a wager, where that you're. No. No. Okay. I'll... Well, you'll eat your metaphorical hat. then. I'll eat my metaphorical hat. But I, what I thought was really interesting about it, right, is when I was watching it, I was like. She is lying through her back oh, teeth. Oh, really? Which I didn't expect to think because I was like, oh, no, of course he did it because he's got, he's really, he's really nice and he's mm. really like, but actually, by the end of it, I was like, oh, no, he probably is really nice. <laughs> I totally, I totally was oh. like, she's, she's lying. I think what's interesting what they do is like, for me, it really made me think because they introduced two different elements for me. First of all, they um, there is a suggestion that she's had mental yes. health issues, right? Yes. So then that brings into very, like focus of like very important, yeah, because then it's kind of bringing into question actually if you know in this situation, then does that influence and prejudice your you know believing yeah. of her? Yeah, um, and even then, that's a bold thing because then if if she ends up being yeah, exactly. the liar, is that going to people get mental health issues are going to say, well, are you saying that people with mental health issues lie about this yeah, kind of thing? It's, it's a hot, carry on. It's hot potato. Hot potato. Carry on. Um, also, I thought it was. And this is just about my opinion. When I was watching it, it like kind of challenged how I think about stuff. And this is terrible to admit, but like I was watching it, and you know, as you say, he's very uh, pillar of society. He's a surgeon, this, that, and the other. And I was like, in my mind, it led me to think. And this is obviously my how I perceive stuff. It's like, oh, he can't have done it. He's such an, um, you know, I can't imagine him doing that that <laughs> horrendous thing because he's a surgeon and he helps people. Right. An outstanding about, member of society. Ups- that's it, exactly yeah. it. And I was like, and but then I'm like. What an idiot, because actually Harold Shipman, he was, was a GP. Literally <laughs> just about to say to you, what about Shipman? Shipman was... But I think it's interesting that it challenges our opinions yeah. and our perceptions yeah. of... Do you know what? Yeah. I thought... I did. I agree with you. I was like, why would he? Why would he do this? Why would he do this? Like, I mean, obviously some people are just, let's use that word again, nasty bastards. But I was like, in this situation, it was like, a not, you know, they had a nice day. And it was, I was like, why? And also the way that it, the way that it plays out, I actually thought to myself, I wonder if by the end of this, there's not going to be any conclusion and it will just be up to you. Or just oh, be, no. oh my God, if there isn't a conclusion, oh I'm going to go. I think that might be, I think that's an option. Don't, I don't even suggest it. Go you, absolutely post you, I would as well. It'll be you. We're both going to go bonkers. Me and Boyd are just going to go bonkers. I'm going to lose it. If they don't resolve it um, very clearly and effectively and tell us 
what really happened. Now, can I just refer you to the film? Have you seen the film Malice with Alec Baldwin? So no. I think in that, he plays a doctor, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, he's a doctor. And he's, a, he's a surgeon in that film. Mm. And there's a brilliant scene in that film where he goes about, yes, I have, he says, oh, like I have got a God complex. Where, so there's this mm. theory that people, that's particularly surgeons and great doctors that have got a bit of a God complex about, you know, they like the power. So actually, mm. and he's, he does terrible stuff in that film, spoiler alert. Mm. Um, so he could, you know, of it could be part possible. of the whole I mean, yeah. psychological... Ooh. Theory. Yeah, well, I wonder how his that, wife died as well. Maybe he killed well, her. Well, I was thinking that. <gasps> I was thinking Ooh, that, yeah. Maybe but, he they bought, her. but the bottom line is all of this discussion, of course, because I had to commit different. I, I was like immediately thinking, oh, I think he's probably, I, I would be amazed if he hasn't done it in the end. And that her, the mental health thing they bring up is, is a red herring, you know, and I, yeah. and I kind of believing her. Mm. But the fact is, if brilliantly effectively, does make you doubt and wonder and talk in oh this way. God, it's yeah. a brilliant. It's like and also 100% I'll be tuning in for episode yeah. two. Yeah, it's a very, very clever storytelling. They are great storytellers, aren't they? She does. You know what? She does Anguished Woman so, so well. well. Like yeah. mid-30s, Anguished Woman. But also yeah. in Downton Abbey, so well. her character Anna Bates was raped Indeed, as well. Yeah. I know. She's, I didn't want to bring that up because I was it. like, yeah, she's really been through the mill, hasn't she? Yeah. Poor yeah. J-Frog. Um, yeah. Oh, also, I want to mention, sorry, I just checked my notes and I would like to mention that Warren Brown is in this. <laughs> yes, playing her the great Warren Brown. Best friend of Idris Elba. Um, obviously also a fine actor. A fine actor and also a championship boxer. Do you remember he's also a boxer? Yeah, yeah. and a lovely man. I've met uh, him quite a few times. He's, he's a really great. nice guy. Yeah, he's, he's really good in it, yeah. Um, so all in all, though, lots to think about. Yeah, deeply uh, thought-provoking. Deeply thought-provoking. Very well. Not, not very... So this, for me, So because we'll talk about this in a minute, the contrast between Relic, the other Williams Brothers programme that starts mm. at the same time on the other channel. This is, a, for me, a very a kind of classic piece of television. It's very skillfully but kind of not flashily directed. It's told, you know, with those flashbacks, but it is told yeah. in linear fashion, and it's a kind of classic bit of storytelling for me, and I, and I, and I really liked it. It's yeah. solid. So, yeah, but it's it, not flashy, do you know what I mean? No, it's, it's quite, it's easy to follow. Yeah, and <laughs> I think like that that's... statement, like because the missing was very, like, was quite flashy in its own way, you know, it was mm. quite kind of gimmicky. But it, not is... being fl- flashy is not an insult, is oh, it? No, it's no, like, no, yeah. not at all, no. It's still a great piece yeah. of storytelling. Yeah. Completely, yeah. So how many stars are we giving Liar? Part one of the Williams Brothers night. Right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna give it four and a half stars on the basis that actually I nearly... There was a second episode on the previews website. I, yeah. mean, I nearly went to watch that, really but was. I had to watch these other three things that yeah. you made us watch. One of them, which <laughs> made we'll talk, you watch. Well, one of them is an absolutely terrible, but we'll get on to that. Um, but yeah, so I really wanted to watch... Um, yeah, we have to know, as yeah. you said. But I've got... I really do have a strong feeling that they're not going to tell us. Oh, they've got to tell I, us. Yeah. No, no, no. I we'll think it's going we'll to be like the end of Lost in Translation. Oh, my God. Four and a half stars, Kay? Four. Four. Four and a half from me as well, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to watch episode two. So in sharp, well, in, in sharp contrast, <laughs> exactly the other Williams Brothers show yeah. on the other side, which you one are you going to watch? Which one are you going to record? You could get more genetically similar, could you, well, in, in shows? Kay, are you prepared to uh, explain what the hell this programme is about? No. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Relic is a, another six part. I think the, the I think Lion's six parts is now. I was going yeah, to check is, yeah, it? good. Yeah. yeah, so this is another six. So every night for the next six weeks, the Williams brother, you have to decide which well, which Williams brother show you're going to watch. This is in sharp contrast. I think it is a much more. I'm going to use the word gimmicky, high concept, mm. flashy piece of television. Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of kind of uh, what I would call visual playing around yeah um, it's Some a lot more stylized, mm. um, and uh, you know and a very interesting thing so the, the whole idea of relic it's killer backwards and that's the clue oh my god did you not realise that because I'm the wind dum dum I honestly I honestly didn't I honestly didn't realise that it's fine I don't love you do you know what I was go- do you know honestly when I was looking for it on the previews thing I was like why is it spelled like this this is stupid furious, and now I realise furious yeah it's killer backwards what a and dick. so what the, the whole the, the cunning idea of this um, story of this TV narrative is that it begins at the end of the story so it begins Topsy-turvy. with the capturing of a serial killer by these cops, played by Richard Dormer and um, Jodie Balfour, who were the, the two the two kind of in charge of the investigation. And then it goes backwards, um, literally flashes back. Every... Some might call it a non-linear narrative. It's a very non-linear <laughs> narrative. It's a backwards narrative. It's kind of well, it's kind of linear in reverse. Mm. So, but the storytelling is a bit like. Have you seen the, the play Betrayal, the Harold Pinter play Betrayal? I think there was a film of it as well. Because that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There is a film of it. So there's a film of yeah. it. That is a kind of um, a relationships drama yeah. told in reverse. Starts at the end of it and goes backwards. And there was a Seinfeld episode inspired Ooh. by Betrayal that did the same thing. Do you, oh, that's, do you yeah. know what it really reminds me of? Go on. 
one of my favourites, Damages, because that's done yeah. exactly like that. And that that just didn't get enough credit, that show. Oh, it was brilliant. Glenn Damages, Close, yeah. oh my God, it's absolutely amazing. And that is completely non, it's completely backwards. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, carry on, boys. Good. So, so that's the idea. So it begins at the end of the story, and then in, during each episode, it kind of, it, it will suddenly, so there'll be a, a couple of scenes, and then it'll literally go flush up five hours, 16 minutes earlier, yeah. and it will rewind. There's a little rewinding device, so you yeah. know you're going back in time. And then there's another chunk of the narrative, and then, and then 10 minutes later, it'll rewind again. Seven hours earlier, yeah. and so that, and so you have to get used to this storytelling device. I'm shaking my head. Kay's already not happy with it. I can sense, but it will. It's a bold device because it will. Some people will feel alienated and confused by it. Other people will think, "Oh, this is interesting." And the other thing is, of course, so you see, you. But there's here's for me. Before you say what you think, I mm. thought the brilliant. Um, again, I've used the word brilliant too much already today, but say what you see. Say yeah, fantastic. The very clever. Cunning little extra device they've got in there to make it more compelling. I think you know what I'm going to say. So even though they're starting with you think the capturing of the serial killer, you're still not hundred yeah, percent sure if, if they've got it. the right person yeah. because there's another and all these clues to there being someone else that could be responsible or involved somehow. So that's because I thought, oh, it's it's all going to be about how does a serial killer get made into a serial killer, and that's interesting mm. itself. But no, there is that extra mystery element of it anyway. Even though you start at the end of the story, okay, I clearly feel you have issues. Oh. Well, no, I, do you know what? This is a really great drama. For me, though, this backwards, you know, the going backwards, the flashbacks. Upside down rain. Topsy-turviness, right? Literal rewinding was too irritating for me because it didn't just happen once. It must have happened about six times in one episode. Yeah, which, it's going to happen all the way through, yeah. I know, which means that I'm not going to watch anymore. <gasps> really? Even that, like, Sharp intake of breath. I, well, I tell you why, because it, it's mm, so it is like, confusing. The drama is so good. Like It doesn't need it. That's my point. <gasps> That's I just a don't, good point. I just don't think it needs it. I feel like it's a device for the sake of a device. Have one flashback if you need to, like this... Um, but it's the whole premise of the show isn't it it's the whole concept of it is, is we are going to tell this story backwards yeah memento, memento right but I, I don't think it do you think it needs do you think oh, without it don't you think it would be a good drama I think it would be a good drama but for me I'm already m- extra intrigued and extra excited because it is different it's something right. different and it's really? exploring this div- narrative I find it, device I, find it too I, I, I agree with both of you but for different reasons I think 20 minutes in, I was like, this is too much it is really really confusing but the thing that I really loved about it is that there were there were set, there were about three points in it where I had made a huge assumption about what was going on yeah. in a scene, and I was completely wrong. And I really enjoyed that actually mm. because then you find out that you were completely wrong. Yeah. So I was like, there's there's, there's actually two specific. There's, there's one. I was just gonna say one bit of it. There's one bit where a key gets handed over, and you've made a complete. I made a completely different assumption about what that key was for. Who it could, and then you towards the end, you find out what actually the key was yeah. and I had a completely different idea and I really enjoyed that because that's a layer on we, we're flooded with amazing thriller dramas I think yes. and right, I, exactly. I, I really enjoyed this actually I was like oh god yeah I was totally wrong about that I thought it was this one this is what really I like happened. it when, so it was, when that was, happens a couple of times but when it's like constant it, I find it's just <laughs> Oh, I enjoy, I tell you what it I is. I know what you mean. You I have know what you're to, going to say. Go on, say. You have to. You really have to pay attention to this one. That's oh, the thing. God, I know yeah. that sounds like but a stupid see, thing to say. Did you see the missing? Either no, I didn't watch the right. missing. Did you see, watch the missing? No, she no. didn't no. watch the missing. Well, I mean, all I'll say is. Both series of The Missing were unbelievably narratively complicated. Series two, I mean, series one was bad and bad, good, but I mean, they were both brilliant. To use that word again, God, I've got to think of a new way fantastic. of saying really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Ace. The Super second duper. series had two, that's, the second series had two, maybe even three timelines told simultaneously, along with flashbacks and flash forwards within them each. So you're mm. like, oh my God. Oh. But, it, it, but it worked because I, I love their ambition. That's the thing. That's what I was going to say. Mm. Yeah, the big, you know. It is ambitious. There are. I love crime. I mean, I, yeah, every, I, every show I on TV could be a not crime thriller and I'd be fine with it. Yeah. But I do think it's extra exciting when something comes along that is, is trying to do something innovative. And I mean, it's not entirely new because I say lots of other narratives, things they have tried this before. But in this particular series, the, from this first episode that we've watched, I feel, oh, yeah, this is really interesting. I think there are moments of it that seem almost comical, I, I was going to say, apart from the... The, the, the performances are quite big. So we have to tell Richard Dormer as the main detective, oh, who, great. by the way, is massively facially disfigured because he's been... We should say the serial killer's thing... What's, the, what's it called? M.O. M.O., thank yeah. you. 
thing. Yeah. The thing, as it's called, yeah, in, in, in detective. This thing's acid. Yeah, in detective circles. The serial killer's thing is acid throwing at, is killing people with acid. So you, you, at some point, we haven't seen it yet because obviously we're going, we're going, we're starting at the end. But the main detective has got acid thrown in his face and he's and do you know what I was watching this late at night and I have to say it had a it gave me flashbacks to when I was really scared of the sloth and goonies oh dear you guys fair enough you can almost bring as much back to goonies as you can to the crystal maze (laughs) but it's true don't you think like it is very great prosthetics very good prosthetics Mm. but I think the acting in this, so compare it to going back to Lyra again. So in mm. Lyra, for me, all the performances yeah. are incredibly naturalistic and that's what it's all about, naturalism. And this is not. I think the direction and the writing and the acting is all heightened and yeah. um, extra kind It's very theatrical. Very theatrical, right, yeah. exactly. And I like that fact they've got these I two, do. and I think it's one amazing thing for them. They've got these two totally yeah. contrasting, they're both, well, they're both crime stories, aren't they, completely? Mm. Except we don't know if a crime's been committed in Lyra yet. But... Just shows, goes to show how brilliant they are, brilliant that they are, how ingenious they are. In these times when, like I said, there are so many amazing thrillers out there, absolute, but this, this has got a layer of originality yes. to it mm. that I really enjoyed. And I love it when I'm watching something and I go, oh, ooh, oh, that's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. You do have to really pay attention to it, though, you because... Do. At one point, I went up to get a cup of tea and I completely missed something. Yeah. And you absolutely can't. So yeah. you well, have to make sure you're, you're fully fed and watered before you indulge <laughs> for an hour yeah. of this. Well, and the other thing is, although I was going to say, don't fret too much. <laughs> I completely, on my level, I think you're fine because you don't know, necessarily need to know exactly who's doing what and why at this stage. At no, this stage. no, boy, I need to know. Okay. I, can't, right. I actually, if you miss the bit, if you miss that bit of text that says... 10 hours before or 5 hours before or 3 hours before you would be even more confused um, oh yeah you can't miss that bit okay, yeah fine. you would okay, be fine. confused yeah. you know eyes on I yeah I know what you mean. I am, I am tr- it is it's a, a compelling story. So even though I've boldly said I'm not going to watch the second episode, I probably will because I want to. Oh, you liar! You're the it's liar. A turn around. It's, oh, yeah, a turn it's a turn around. around. It's not it's a lie. A it's a turn around. Okay. It's, it's, I just it's because a reverse I want to. Or I'll ask you two what um, what happens because I do want to know. I'm just a. La- I, I think I'm a lazy but TV viewer. I don't know about you, Steph. But I think you know she's got to watch it. We're not. She's not going to rely on us to tell us what happens. I'm not telling so, you. What so happens. you won't tell me. No. No. All right. Well, I'll Facebook the writers. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll love that. You, you hear you say we can't be bothered to watch another episode, yeah, and they'll tell, tell you what happens. happens. Yeah, yeah, but I love liar. Oh, God. Yeah, that's diva, what diva, diva. This I is the diva, diva we're dealing with. How many stars are we going to give Williams Brothers Program to Relic? This is going to be the one that I would watch live. Oh, so yeah. I'm okay. going to say this is going to have to be five stars right. because for the pure originality of it, yeah. five stars. Okay. Well, I want to do a bit of a U-turn on my liar and give that four point five because now I want to give this four. Hold on a minute. So hold on. I'm giving. I'm giving liar. You gave liar four originally. Yeah, and I want to upgrade that to four and a half. Ten minutes ago, you've upgraded it, and you're down. So this is four. Yeah. So you're saying if you for you the what to watch live, what to record is you're watching liar and you're recording relic. Well, no, I'm not recording relic. You're not even watching it. Not even going to watch it. Again, we're not telling you what happens. I slightly prefer this one as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. with Steph on this mm. one. It's right up my alley because mm, I think I love too. the the challenge of mm. it. I love the style of it. I like the fact that it's stylized and a bit weird and everyone's behaving a bit oddly. Um, yeah, I think it's fantastic. I like so it all. It's great. He is great. He is fantastic. Yeah. I'm giving it four five stars. Yeah, and I, yes, this is one I'm going to watch and yeah. record. Liar. Yeah, but for the next six weeks, Monday nights are Williams Brothers nights. Why they are ruling television. They really Pogs. Are. People on the ground, our friends, you listeners, when you watch this, why don't you like tweet us and tell us which one you prefer? Not yeah. because I want you to prefer Liar. We although. should do one of those polls. So after, um, you know, poll. after next Monday, 11th of September, 9pm, at 10pm when everyone's, well, maybe 11pm, we'll have mm. a chance to either watch one and watch, then watch the other one afterwards. Yeah. We can do a poll saying which one do you prefer? How, yeah. how good is that? Although probably the Williams Brothers think it shouldn't be a competition, should it? But they're going to get this. I mean, every oh, single... Oh, the greatest competition is a competition with yourself. Yeah. I mean, come on. That is true. Props to the Williams Brothers. Yeah, that's all I can indeed. say. So just in case you haven't got the message, Relic is on BBC One next Monday at nine o'clock and so is Liar on ITV. And they're written by the same people yeah. once again. Let's Not move twins. on. Let's move on to The Bish in convo yes, with, Bishop. or to give it its full title, John Bishop in conversation with, on the W channel. Do you even, do you even know what the double channel is? Yeah, I like some the double channel. Cause it has, yeah, I like, yeah. I like a little bit of It is bit aimed at the ladies. Channel. Yeah, it's one of those ones Oh my God, does it stand for women? 
I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh, Oprah was oh, on there oh, for a while. So sure, no. You know what? It's one of those. You she know when you're settling down for a little nap? You can have that on in the background and it's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so this is, I think they show repeats on Dave as well. So it's just, just to prove that the program isn't completely for women. Oh, right. Um, it's, it's the third series of John Bishop. So each episode is a now along, including ads, interview with one person, in depth chat. And it goes to kind of roughly the lives. And I, this program is always, this podcast is always me going off on one about how I went to the launch and hosted the thing. But well, I did. Why change the habit I of a lifetime? I did host. What, did you do this as well? The original first series launch, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I did long, so your I hosting's a full time job. Yeah, I interviewed Your Bishop. success is giving me sorry. great fatigue. God, no, you're no, like no, the no, Williams not, brothers all over I'm again. Not mentioning Boyd Williams. I'm oh, not mentioning God. Triplets. Yet. Oh my God, actually, and you've got a hugely successful bro- brother in real life. Oh my God, you are basically mm, like yeah. the Williams brothers. Yeah, but the really. Hiltons. God, the Hiltons. Yeah. Anyway, so I interviewed him in front of people um, for this first series, and he kind of said that the whole thing of it, that they do do a lot of preparation, but he doesn't have a clipboard of questions. Oh, it by shows, him. yeah. <laughs> you what? hate, you hate Bishop. And you okay, to- I knew this was going to come up. I don't hate John Bishop. I hated him in that show, which people obviously agreed with me because then he got shipped off to Iceland or where it was to take photos. What was it? Fearless. He is not a dramatic <laughs> actor. I'm sorry, John. Yeah, but You're he's not. not doing dramatic acting here. He's no, being himself. No. Well, I, maybe I do have an issue with him then. Of course. <laughs> so, this is his in-depth chat show, one guest a week. He And it's a naturalistic conversation. It's a natural conversation, not naturalistic. Natural. <laughs> Liar's naturalistic. This is natural. Um, and so he has a natural chat with one guest a week, starting with David Williams, and he touches upon things in his life and career. And I think, you know, and I think it's a really interesting idea. And I, and I, want, I, like, I love these kinds of shows. I yeah. like the, the one-on-one. It's just a chat show, isn't it? But one-on-one, there aren't many examples anymore. There used to, back in the day, there used to be loads of these kinds of shows. But nowadays, you don't get many one-on-one in-depth conversations on TV. Oh, do. you know, he used to have Piers Morgan's life stories and then... Right, he still a bit do like that? that. Yeah, he, he still yeah, does that. I'm sure that'll be back. Yeah, that I guess out. that's similar. You're right, yeah. that's similar. But that, it's like Piers Morgan trying to get him to cry, isn't it? That's what that show yeah. is. Yeah, I quite like that, though. Okay. I mean, and I hate Piers Morgan. Yeah. So what's your feeling then? I get the sense already you have well, issues with Well, I think my program. problem is with it saying that it is in-depth. Because I just what? didn't, I don't, I didn't think that John Bishop was probing enough for me. Okay, so let's just take case aghast. Mm. Okay, right, for me, and we love David Williams, obviously, but there were certain things that I would have liked to hear about David David Williams, or I would have liked him to have asked about David Williams that I don't think he asked. Like, obviously, it's a very, it's very brave to talk about bullying and it's very brave to talk about depression. But as he said in that conversation, he had already written about this stuff in his book. So if you're a fan of David Williams, I think, I think if there, there is one function to these kinds of conversational chat shows, mm. it is to have something revelatory that you haven't heard anywhere else that is going to be the headline grabbing thing, which Can I, I hate to something? say it, Piers Morgan did do. Uh, so you're kind of the news hound. You're collecting like a news hound. I just think no, 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 no. I just would have. I would have liked him to explore. Did, did Piers do that? What, yeah. Tell me one thing that Piers like. He got Cheryl Cole to say that she would bon- wanted to punch Ashley Cole in in the face with her with a wedding ring because he cheated on her. He'd always got people. There was mm. always a headline grabbing thing well, that he's came an ex, out of Piers uh, tabloid Morgan's. editor. So yeah, and I'm not, and I and I don't like too much of that. But I do want to leave that show with knowing something that I had not heard before about that person. See, other than Piers, I can't think of another interviewer who does that because either, as you say, everyone's written a book or yeah, but celebrities and stars who are no, like quite private just are not going to... Like, oh, yeah, that's the other guts. thing. He's not plugging anything. So the, these, the people in this series are just... Yeah, they're not, there's no specific thing they're plugging. Okay, so there's my point. Then what's the point of it? What is the point of it? If, if, if you're not getting something, think, right? If on. you love him, but, you might have read his book. Okay, if you love him, you might have read his autobiography. I don't think because but, something like Piers Morgan, because Piers Morgan already exists, and already, then what is the point? I don't really understand but maybe the point also of it. A lot of people who. Uh, go on Bishop show wouldn't go with Piers Morgan. No, absolutely. Yeah, because I don't think David would. But they wouldn't. Yeah, he yeah, wouldn't because point. you know what? Piers Morgan would probably have asked him some really probing questions that he didn't want to ask. He didn't want to. No, not answer. because of that. I think David will answer, answer anything more. I just think this feels more. I tell you exactly what the point of it is. It's the clues in the title, in conversation with. This is that's what I was mentioning when yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, and that's what this it is. is. But it's so not in point, depth. But, well, I think it is. The point I of it, it is, is a a natural. 
conversation mm. are not a kind of forced, I'm trying to get you to cry, I'm trying to get you to give me a big revelation, journalistic inquiry. It's definitely, John Bishop makes no bones about it. He's not a journalist. He's not a Piers Morgan. He is. It's like I'm going to have a fairly, on one level, cosy, but on another level, actually sometimes out of a cosy chat come not revelations, but at least you get to know the person. I think it's all about getting to know the subject. So for me, uh, do you know? Card, what's the phrase? Cards on the table. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you, laying your cards. I know on the David table. pretty well, and I think this was a. Re- I think this is one of the best interviews I've seen yes, with him on I TV do. because you got yeah. to see the real him. Because I think people have a, you know, yeah. a lot of people have set ideas about He's got a very, people. I think most people have an impression of him being yeah. a very frivolous character, you know, on BGT, on yeah. Little Britain, stuff like this. And I think you've got to also bear in mind that we work in the media, we know a lot about these people. Not everyone who watches his show will have read his book. So actually all yeah, this stuff exactly. is interesting to them. Yeah. He talks about depression, he talks about bullying, he talks about his father dying, he talks about how he feels like fame is kind of a bit like a car that has no brake. You know, I think he touched upon a lot <laughs> of... Maybe it's just a mean, and maybe I feel like I, know, I already know a lot about him and I just thought I found I actually thought the opposite I thought he was quite guarded I think it's because there were certain things that I would have really liked to know about David Williams that I didn't find anything else else oh. out about that I didn't know already so I would have liked uh, John Bishop to talk to him about his marriage for example what, I, I would, thought I, that but I just thought I bet you he said that he can't he won't talk about it I would have liked, he mo- talked about the kid a little bit yeah I think I it would have been but about, that's what I mean I understand that there's not so much Right, that he probably wouldn't go on a show with somebody who was going to do that. But for me, these kinds of shows, that's what I, oh, that's my, well. that's what I want. But I understand. I just don't think my my uh, my only issue is that I don't think for me this is not a because of because Piers has set that kind of standard of getting something revelatory. This is not in depth. This is maybe. Uh, yeah, it is a It's chat. a different type of in-depth. It is in-depth. It's not the in-depth you're... It's not the kind of in-depth. It's, it's not him exposing every element of his private life for our entertainment. It's well, not I that. I think actually him talking about depression is very emotional, yeah, emotional but depth. That's, there's a, right, exactly. Thank you. There's emotional depth to it and the depth of getting to know someone, what they're like. That's their, That's what this is for me. I thought he did it really well. I think he got into his psyche. Him, like... you know, him being... Our, he's never going to talk about... Quite rightly, you know, he's never going to talk about... Agreed. His, Agreed. His, that, and he that, shouldn't have to. He right. shouldn't have to. But then my my issue as a viewer is what for me I didn't feel I just didn't feel that I learned anything about David Williams that I didn't already know but maybe that's because I already know a lot about him I could give you one example for me okay go on knowing uh, I thought there was a really good moment a lovely moment where John Bishop said to him his mum was in the audience and his sister's in the audience his mum Kathleen's there and and Bishop says to him I've never seen I don't know anyone any famous person who has such a close relationship with their mum and takes them to so many things as you, you're always, which is yeah. true, he does take his mum to a lot, loads and loads of events, which is always lovely. And I thought that was a really good observation. I know I may seem silly to, to make it, to point it out, but actually I've never heard anyone say to David, Vaughan, I've interviewed David, I interview him probably like mm. twice a year, you know, he's probably at board shitless of me. But <laughs> I thought that was actually, I thought, oh God, you're so right. You know, no, I've never seen anyone just say to him, you really do take your mum everywhere you go pretty I- much, you know, to all these things. And David was like, well, you know, he's like a mum's, a boy's best friend is his mum and all this. But I just thought, yeah, you're right. And you've made that observation. And there, and there were lots of other little moments like that. I thought it was a, yeah, a, a really just, nice... Maybe maybe I'm just used to a kind of a different level of that kind of thing. And because I hadn't seen this before, I wasn't, I was expecting it to be right. more revelatory. Okay. But and also because you hate you, Bishop. No, but I don't think, it, I don't think, it, like you come away from this and you go, I, I went into this thinking, David Williams is, God damn, he's such a lovely man. And then I came away from it going, he is such a lovely man. And I don't... So are you looking for like some more like... Not tawdry revelations, but something no. that's like... No, just... Juice. just Yeah, like, are you, is that what you're looking I, for? You maybe want... it was because... I tell you what, maybe it's because David Williams... Like, you're saying it was uh, there was emotional depth to it, and there was. But I think visibly, for me, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I was just very simplistic on that level that I maybe need someone to cry or somebody to, like, have some kind of physical <laughs> physical reaction to right. being asked uncomfortable questions. It was too calm. You mean it was too calm? Yeah, calm it, it was see, just a, I, it was a nice, really nice a, chat. It was lovely. Do you know what this is? But this that's is why a it's a conversation. Personal, yeah, personal preference. For me, I would, in a, I would much rather watch this, you know, John Bishop having this chat with these people 
day in day out than yeah. ever go near Piers Morgan trying to get someone Less to combative. try on that, on that contrived for me show. For me, this is the so for me that's contrived. This is natural, and I'd much rather watch this. And I think you got you think you got to know David a lot more than you would if Piers Morgan's probing about his marriage and stuff. I think this is like the Desert Island Discs yeah. of this show. Oh my God, you're right. Show, but yeah. yeah, but Desert Island Discs. Yeah, I just I, no, I'm not. I'm just saying what <laughs> I thought it was billed as is not what it is billed as. Yeah. But it's just oh, it's not billed as. as. No, it's billed as a conversation. It's still in depth. John Bishop, isn't it? It's in different in depth. It's a different depth. It's it's not it's not it's not my depth. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we've made that clear. We're going to have to move on. We are, because we... I mean, but we gonna, need stars, but we, give stars quickly and then we have to move <laughs> on. Furious, then we're not going to finish him in an hour. Yeah. Come on. Should we just, like, lent, should we just no, draw out the star right, rating? I'm, I'm giving this uh, three and a half stars. Four stars for me. Yeah, three and a half stars I'm going to go with too. That is John Bishop in conversation with David Williams on the W Channel, Thursday the 14th of September, next Thursday at 9 of the p.m. This all, you know what? That's in the UK TV family of channels, which we haven't done. I don't think we previewed anything from them. So, so this week oh. we do it. Not particularly. They have a big launch at the beginning of September. It's a very successful family of channels, UK TV, just in case you didn't know. Is Quest um, Red in UK TV? No, that's owned by we still Discovery, don't what, I think. Quest Red. That's that Katie they've Price got, channel. They've got that. Really and they've got, um, I think, Drama. They've got a different kind of genre channels. Anyway, Dave, of course, is their hugely successful and popular kind of male-skewed channel. At least where it started, hence the name Dave. Yeah. But Dave and W. Dave and W. And Taskmaster is one of their kind of iconic shows, really. And it's now in it's this, this is the fifth series, and this is the show in which um, they gather Alex Horn, the lovely Alex Horn, and Greg Davis, who are the hosts, gather a gaggle of comedians, get them to do loads of tasks, as in the title, and they kind of they're silly tasks kind of designed to draw out, you know, them being funny or whatever. And by the end of it, the, you know, we don't win anything apart from a bust of Greg. It's just played for laughs. It's basically like an alternative to the comedy panel show, isn't it, with more physical, weird, silly, random tasks. That's, that's my summary of the concept. Mm. And each series has a different gaggle of comedians. And this gaggle is Ashling B, Bob Mortimer, Vic and Bob Fame, Mark Watson, the lovely Mark Watson, Nish Kumar is hosting that satirical show BBC Two at the moment, and Sally Phillips, of course, is in loads mm. of great things like Miranda and Smack the Pony. Mm. Kay, what did you think? My first thought was, why? Right? Mm-hmm. And then I thought, God, because I found it so unfunny, and then I sat there and I questioned myself, and I thought, maybe I just don't know humour. And then I thought... Oh, come on. Yeah, I think no. you prove on an hourly basis that that's not true. <laughs> mm. Oh my God, I laughed at my own joke. Um, uh, and, but then I was like, no, they don't know humour. I'm sure they're all very funny individually. <gasps> Separate them. Yeah. Like, I love Sally Phillips. But together, I mean, right. I was just like, this whole thing, I, I maybe chuckled once and that's only because I thought I should, I should laugh now. I think Kay has hit the nail on the head. The problem with this is, you know when like two pluses make a minus? This is like... Too many comedians make things fucking unfunny. And it is so unfunny, it's kind of unwatchable, Boyd. I'm <gasps> sorry. I just, I, I, I like you, I like the, you, I like UK was like starting to question whether yeah, you think I you was like, like, oh God, mate. I, and I start to think, oh God, I've become too Americanized. I only think certain like American sitcoms are funny and things like that. And like um, Jimmy Fallon or whatever is funny. I just don't understand British humour anymore. I'm an idiot. But then I was like, no, none I, of this is funny. I wondered if Ramesh the- was on it. I thought I'd find he it He was in the last series. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it was the collection of people then. I think the person who's the straight man is not straight is not funny. The Alex, I, I didn't Alex find Horn. him. I didn't find him funny. I really didn't find. I love Greg. What's his chops? Davis. And <laughs> I just. I, oh no, Alex Horn is like kind of the Cole Pilkington character, isn't he? He's like the stooge. Yeah, but yeah, but he's the sidekick. I'm, he's the one who has to. He sets the challenges and he commentates on the challenges. But like, he, he studied classics at Cambridge. So how has he? How has he got to this stage where funny. Sally Phillips is rubbing chocolate cake? Under his armpits, like what? What's happened? And that sounds there? funny, but it isn't. I mean, it doesn't sound funny. I'm going to shot you now. Oh, oh God, boys, God. boys! If you shut think this is funny, shut we it should hard. stop the podcast now. Just please, God. So, no, I'm going to shut you now by kind of agreeing with you. <gasps> well, oh, see? oh my welcome. God, boy, I feel like I want to get, have a hug. Well, it's rubbish, <laughs> isn't not, it, boys? Let's not go like, too far. I don't know how no. this has got a third well, series. Well, interesting thing about. Taskmaster. Part of the reason why I thought it would be interesting to review it is because it has been a huge success for Dave and it has been really? nominated for awards. It might even have won a couple. No. I've been on judging panels. I want to see the proof of those awards. Oh God, I'm have to f- yeah, get it now. Oh, hold on. Anyway, no, it doesn't matter. It has. Anyway, <laughs> but 
For me, interesting because so this is fifth season now. The earlier series, um, I think a lot of it is, is partly due to the the selection of funny people. Now, for, the weird thing is, I haven't liked a lot of the previous series when it started, of course, because Dave is a, Dave is a male skewed channel. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not completely only men. They would deny that now, but it was always like four men and one woman, and it was like got to the point where I probably think series three is still like four men and mm. one woman, and um, it was, I thought it was always a bit embarrassing and unfortunate. I don't want to, you know, it was all a, too male. Yeah. Now they've got this is the most um, female strong. They've got two women and three men: Sally Phipps and um, Ashley B. I think she's good, Ashley B. Right. Well, this is what I was going to yeah, say. I she was actually, me, so the two I, women are the best ones. I've always been conflicted by um, this show because I've always thought, actually, I should like it more than I do. And I've been on judging panels of things where people have really loved it and are going, oh, it's so inventive and the, the games, the, the tasks are so clever no, and smart. And it, oh, it really brings so, out the best of the people. It's so, not clever. So when I got, so every now and then I find myself tuning into it on, on Dave or on, you know, mm. and, and, and being mildly entertained, you know, it passes the time. But I've never thought, oh, this is appointment to watch stuff. No. Then when I got the cast lineup for this, I thought, oh, actually, this is the be- this is potentially the best cast lineup left because I think Ashley B's brilliant. Yeah, she's she's got good. a great, by the way, new sitcom coming up soon. But she's I love, funny, right? I love Bob Mortimer. Absolutely, oh, he, he looked embarrassed right, to be there. But he, I love him when he's on When I Lie to You. He's so he's hilarious. And obviously, Vic and Bob are legends. Mark Watson is one of the loveliest, yeah, he's sweet, most inventive comedians. You know, he does these epic shows. He'll do five hour live shows. These inc- he does these, he does like twenty four hour ones for charity mm, as part of comedy. He's brilliant. Nish Kumar is really good hosting that satirical show on BBC Two. And Sally Phillips is a legend. She's mm. brilliant. So my, my point is, this programme, this episode, did not bring out the best of these five brilliant talents. And the problem for me is, with, with this episode and with a lot of this show, is it just gives them mainly physical challenges. Mm. So it's very slapsticky, like most of the ones on this episode. So the, the, the final live one in the studio was them kind of having to use these throw stick fruit. things to throw fruit yeah, into a thing. It was like, I'm not getting anything out of that. <sighs> and there was another one, that the hugging, even the hugging one, and there was one where they had to sail um, a, a, oh, a, a boat on the river. And they were all very physical things. I don't think you got to know, funnily enough, touching upon the previous show, any of them. If you hadn't, if you'd never knew anything about any of these people, you're like, well, I don't get really much of a sense of what, apart from um, Nish Kumar constantly going, look at them apples. And I thought, actually, bringing out the, the worst side of Nish Kumar because he's a nice guy. So for me, the whole thing was almost like a negative, an incredibly negative. I completely agree. And I felt... Kind of sorry for them all being. They seem to be having fun. Oh but no, Boyd, my heart ached for Sally. It really did yeah. because she is fun. a legend, and I just have never ever seen her in anything. And I thought, what well, you know, she really is a comedy legend. Yeah. And I just thought, why has she gone on this show? Because she's such a funny, it's brilliant a, they get woman. Really good people. They get really that's good the people. Thing. I just think it is too too many, and yeah. they when. The comedians are laughing at themselves more than anyone else in the audience laughing. There's something very, very wrong. And I just, oh, that stupid way that they um, they assign scores. I mean, it's just yeah, it's this just is, this is, idiotic. Right, my, two, my two main problems, just very briefly, are one, it's not funny. One, it's not funny. B, lovely though he is, I don't care about Greg's opinion. Do you mean so but these it's, are it's big not, flaws? I mean, it is very knowing, isn't it? You're not supposed to care. It's all no, very like we're going to be. No, if you literally don't care, right. Then you get nothing from this. Like okay. him, him grading it, right? Because it wasn't always in sync with yeah. what I thought. I'm like, well, yeah. what what is the point of this? I mean, I don't think you're supposed to get particularly, but uh, equally, I didn't. I mean, it's I didn't care to such a to, to such an extent that I don't feel I need to watch it again. Yeah, I that's thought the problem. It was I will never. I feel. Watch I feel. That. I always feel guilty for not liking the show enough. Yeah. Because I know I, what you mean. It should yeah. be funny. I th- I think right. If Dave's got this money to splash for five series, what they need to do is better invest it in something else. So, well, for example, like them. I want I want to bring back whose line is it anyway? Yeah, that was I, brilliant. Yeah, bring that back. back. I think I think it might they might have tried. Not on this channel, but someone try someone again. Tried. Try yeah. harder. They have got like scripted shows coming up and stuff. So you know, right. it's not. They, they, but I, yeah, I've never. I mean, I've never liked Taskmaster as felt as I felt as much as I should. I particularly was irritated by this episode. After I was very disappointed because I do think it's a great lineup. It's I really love all those people, episode. but I didn't want to see any of them doing any of that. I wanted to see them all chatting about stuff. You know, there's you know there's um, Alan Davis' show also on Dave where they just sit around for an hour and chat. Much see that's that much that better. I could get yeah. on board with. It's like that's the thing I want to see these people taking. It part made in. all these people become unfunny. I'm sure, I'm, I'm honestly yeah, I convinced that they you. might have left that set and gone. I did not oh, want to see Sally Phillips we've rubbing collected, chocolate underneath. Yeah, Alex we've collectively lost it. Our careers are over. We are in agreement. How many stars? Okay, for Taskmaster, which does start on Dave next Wednesday at nine o'clock. If you're a fan. One star. <gasps> I mean, I'm going to give it two and a half. 
Really? Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. give it any stars because I would not recommend anyone wow. watch it. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm the only person that gives things zero stars, which means zero viewing. Do not watch it. It's not no, funny. I, I mean, you know, it's your opinion. Yeah. And you're entitled to it. It's rubbish. That's why you're here. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> that Those are Liar, Relic, Bishop, Taskmaster. That was the meat. Now we get to question time, and we've gone way over the hour, haven't we? Kay must be like, Kay's like seething with fury. Can we just speed up? Right, come on, we're just going to do it now, really quick. Should we do it? I'm not sure that was quick. It was definitely louder. What, on based on the John Bishop in conversation with, that may or may not have been in depth, who is your favourite chat show host of all time? Television chat show host, Steph. I love Wogan. Oh. Do you remember Wogan? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of my childhood. That brownie beige set. Yeah. I, I, now, I tell you what, he knew how to get in depth. He kind of did, didn't he? He yeah. really did. Yeah. It's interesting because you don't think of him necessarily as an in-depth. Yeah. He was very... But he did. He yeah, did. but he did. Yeah, he, he would have. But that, and that show... As far no as one sees Wogan coming. That's the thing about Wogan. He was right. always like... Yeah. You never think he would ask anything too probing, but yeah. actually... Ooh, he and he had li- He would do that live, I think, I'm pretty sure, most Legend. nights, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He, there were, do you remember there were some excruciating ones? We thought there was one with um, George Best that was awful. George Is was he the one with like, Emu? Or was that Parky? What? You know, no, it's Parky. It was it Parky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anne Bancroft. Did you ever see the one with Anne Bancroft? No. Anne Bancroft, yeah. Mrs. Mel Brooks was on. Uh, and she was just so nervous and kind of... Mm. She, it was like a, a rabbit in the headlights. She just monosyllabic. It was excruciating. Check what it out What about Grace Jones? That was Russell Harty. <laughs> anyway. just, can I just give a shout out to Jimmy Fallon as well, who's my modern day hero? Really? Jimmy shows. Fallon? Oh. Oh. Not well. You going to go for Kimmel or totally. Conan? Kimmel over Fallon. Oh please! Oh, let's, we haven't got time for this argument. I mean, Corden over either. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to go for Norton. Yeah, yeah. shout because I'm um, not just because he has the best guests, but he's just got a great way with them, yeah. and you know he he I think he gets stuff out of them as well, but in a kind of he very does. charming, what acerbic way. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about their egos. That's no. the great thing about Norton. I'm going um, to the Americans. I'm afraid, yeah. Okay. And the greatest, it's not even, I mean, it's just obvious, the greatest chat show of all time. Letterman? David Letterman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, of course. In the glory He's back, he's coming back. He's, he's coming back. back, absolutely. Yeah, the Netflix. Yeah. The Netflix, they've got, they're getting Letterman back, they're getting Jerry Seinfeld back. They're Jerry just... Seinfeld's doing shows for them. Oh, I mean, God. God, you, you're going up to get... Steph's level of high pitch there. You're so excited. Honestly, if they get like, Larry David to do a revival of Seinfeld. So I wouldn't oh be surprised. It is incredible. But yeah, David Letterman, the absolute, none of these shows, your Nortons, your Rosses, all of them are a huge debt. All of the American, the Kimmels, the, the, the other. They all came from Letterman. They all came from Letterman. What, the Wogan? Wait a minute. They might have all come from Wogan. No, they huh. didn't. Um, yeah, he was absolute. I mean, actually, his chatting, his, chat, his interviewing was kind of pretty dire most of the time. He just kind of asked them what thing they were plugging. But it was incredible. It was an incredible show. And he was, he's an abs- he still is, of course, a, an absolute legend. Yeah. It was an incredible show. He's my show. hero, one of my TV heroes. Much like this incredible show. And if you really do think this show is incredible, <laughs> why don't you tell us about it? But better still, tell the internet about it, specifically iTunes, where you can rate and review us, but we only accept five-star reviews. Thanks very much. So if you're thinking, oh, it's a four-star, piss off, because we don't want to know. <laughs> In one sentence, I believe there, Steph, you compared us to Letterman <laughs> and you said we were a brilliant show and you insulted our listeners if they're going to give it less than five stars. Why oh, would Lord. they give it less than five yeah. stars? No, it's good. It's fine. Thank you so much as ever to Kay and Steph and to you all for listening. And we'll be back again next week with some more pop culture TV <laughs> With reviews. some more TV reviews. Thanks. Bye. Bye.